This is WPCast, the tactical podcast where we help you accelerate your business with WordPress. I'm Doug from PodWP, where we specialize in designing and hosting podcast websites. And I'm David from FatCat Apps, where we build WordPress plugins such as easy pricing tables and easy opt-ins that drive conversions. This is episode 30, our goals for 2015. So this episode, like the podcast structure in general, is inspired by Startups for the Rest of Us. So we highly recommend that podcast. Yeah, they had a pretty good episode recently about their goals for the next year. And they were also reviewing the goals they set for themselves this year, which we will be in. So next year, we'll be able to review the goals that we talk about in this episode. Yeah. And speaking of goals and, uh, you know, 2015 being right around the corner, this is episode 30, just kind of it's making me realize how time just always goes by a lot faster than you think it does. Yeah. You know? Every time we hit one of these milestones, you know, it's been more than six months already with this podcast and it just has flown by. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, let's dive straight into the core. Doug, you want to get started? What's, uh, what's your first goal? So my first goal is going to be to double revenue, recurring revenue and profit. So, you know, my business is, you know, a combination of uh, productized service and hosting. And, you know, ideally, I would like recurring revenue to grow the most. But because of the nature of the business and, you know, setting up websites, I don't know if I can necessarily grow recurring revenue as a higher percentage of the total revenue, you know, without making some major adjustments. And, you know, so for me, you know, these, this is a, you know, pretty uh, straightforward goal, easy to measure whether mm-hmm. I make it or not. So, so that's it. Just double everything. Yeah. So for me, I've got a similar goal with easy pricing tables where in the episode we recorded a couple of months ago, I think I was talking about how I felt like I was maxing out, but actually I think I've actually realized that there's still a lot more that can be done there. For example, we're adding some more uh, really beautiful designs and I think that should help with the conversion rate. I'm going to be experimenting with, you know, like pricing and with upsells and maybe even doing some kind of possibly information products as upsell. So I'm going to be trying to not just increase the number of sales, which I definitely want to do, but I also want to increase the average value of a transaction and the lifetime value because, you know, the higher that number is, the more interesting things you can be doing. And I think it might also be looking a little bit more into affiliates and BizDev uh, partnerships. So my second goal is going to be to launch at least two premium plugins. So I'm going to try to follow in David's footsteps a little bit with the, the premium plugin route. And so I, I currently have three free plugins in the repository. I don't do you know any kind of promotion or outreach. Two of them are very simple Genesis uh, utility plugins. You know, one of them makes some common changes that you'd normally have to, you know, write a little bit of PHP code, you know, in, in adding some hooks and filters. The other one, you know, makes full width page sections on, on a Genesis framework. And then the third one, which, you know, I had mentioned a couple of episodes ago, is an iTunes review aggregator plugin, which draws your iTunes reviews from all countries through all the different RSS feeds and just compiles them into a table. So that one I think I could make into a premium plugin. And there's a lot of advanced features that I can really see taking that further. So that's one of the ones that that I'm planning to develop into premium. The Genesis plugins, I, I don't think there's 
at least from what I can think of right now, enough features that I could add to justify making them premium. And do you have any idea what the second premium plugin might be? So, so I have some other ideas for podcast plugins. You know, one of them would be an audio player styling plugin and a bit unrelated is a multi-site plugin, which I actually have built in-house and I've been using for my own purposes for, you know, for a couple of years, probably like four years or so. And, you know, what it does is it helps me manage my multi-site installations a lot easier. And so this one actually, I think, is probably the most powerful and can deliver the highest ROI. But there's a ton of features that I still want to add to it. And right now it's a lot of this stuff is hard-coded for my own systems, and it's going to take a lot of testing to make sure it'll work with other installs. So that one is, you know, further down the line. You know, there's a ton of code that was already built, but, you know, that it's going to take a lot of testing yeah. to get ready. And I've seen that plugin, and it's it's really cool. It looks really powerful, and I guess it would also be something with a little bit of a higher price point where you may be looking at, say, charging $100 or so for a yeah. license or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that one would probably be at $100, but again, it's going to depend on, on the features and, you know, what I can build out. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I mean, for me, getting into premium plugins was a really good thing. So I think it's a good idea for you as well. So my second goal is with easy opt-ins. So we have built out a lot of the features and it's mostly complete. There's a free plugin out there. Uh, it's got a couple thousand downloads or so, but the goal for the next year is to really like get traction there, you know, like build out the last few remaining features and really like get, get the marketing off the ground, get a lot more free done. So I really believe Easy Optins is a really good product and now it's going to be a matter of me going out there and, you know, promoting it uh, properly. Again, I'm thinking of using the WordPress repository, potentially recruiting some affiliates, maybe even doing content marketing. Also looking at potentially renaming it. Um, I've gotten some feedback that Easy Optins doesn't really sound that great and I probably agree with that. So I'll probably give it a bit more of a professional name. And in terms of a goal, so I think at the very least, I want to get it to a point where the premium version would support a full-time developer to, you know, just like work on it and keep building it out while at the same time also leaving some margin for me, you know, to take home as profit. So that would be like the absolute like minimum I, I want to see, want to get out of easy opt-ins over the next year. Yeah. So we had talked about this, you know, uh, privately uh, quite a bit and, you know, you've put a lot of work into easy opt-ins and it's taken a lot longer so mm -hmm. it's been a bit frustrating yeah and it's taking longer to build and also market and get traction than i than i initially yeah. expected so so now that it's finally ready you know i think you know you're poised to get some good traction and and, and grow it it's you know it, it's a it can be a bit discouraging when you know you you work on it for so long mm -hmm. and then when you finally launch it you you may not be actually that excited about it and you know i think that's been the case with you and yeah. you know it's you know it's a product that you know is very useful and yeah. uh, and it's good but I've literally done. You have to be more excited. Yeah. I, I literally haven't done anything to promote it <laughs> yeah. other than putting it up in the repository and so I, I'm looking forward to, to getting started there and really doubling down because I do think it's a good product and uh, very promising. So my third goal for 2015 is to produce 100 pieces of content. And That's a lot of content. It is. So WPCast does count towards those. So, and you know, as, as always, we're going to be doing a weekly episode. So that takes care of 52 of those. You know, I would say 104 
<laughs> you know, to do uh, basically two pieces of content a week. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that leaves me with trying to do, you know, say like a blog post every week. And I don't think I actually want to make it a goal to write one blog post a week because I want to do some other content as well. And, you know, it can get a bit boring to write that much. Mm-hmm. And I think I might run out of ideas if I restricted to just blog posts. So do you think you're going to be doing videos? Or yeah, it, it, could be, it could be videos, you know, an email crash course is something that ah, yeah. I've had half finished for a long time. You know, there's basically, you know, I, I haven't done much content marketing at all. And I think that's something that, you know, I know what I should be doing and I just really need to make it a goal to do it. And, you know, no better time to do it than, uh, you know, to set the goal at the end of one year to yeah. do for the next year. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. So you, the content you'll be producing will mostly be business related where it's going to go on, uh, you know, efficient WP or pod WP. It's not like you're going to start a personal blog, right? Well, you know, it's, it's on the list to start a personal blog too, but I yeah. don't, I don't think that's either that won't happen next year or I'll keep it very low key and, you know, not really try to promote it, but yeah. who knows? Right. So I really want to see some, us make some significant headway with WPCast. So as we mentioned in one of the last episodes, you know, we're kind of reviewing our downloads and just all the stuff we talked about. And to be honest, I think with a lot of this stuff, while our content has been good, we haven't really done a great job at differentiating ourselves. So that's why we're now going a bit more in the direction of talking about the business side of running a, you know, a plugin or theme business. And we're also going to get more people who run successfully those types of businesses on the show. But what it really means is, so I would love to see us 5x our download stats. And the other thing I would love to see is I want to get to the point where the only thing we really have to do is, you know, to record a great podcast. And then, you know, we're going to drop it in a Dropbox folder and then everything, production, which we already outsource, but also the publication and also the promotion uh, should be taken care of. And I think in terms of the promotion, um, so far we've been focusing 95% of our effort onto the content. And Basically, we've sent out tweets and posted it occasionally on our Facebook page, but that's it. I think there's a lot of stuff we can do to promote the podcast, which we're completely like leaving on the table right now. Yeah. You know, we, we had had an episode called the hypocrite's guide to social sharing. Uh, you know, in, in some ways we have a like hypocrite's guide to, uh, you know, podcast promotion as well. Yeah. We're glad we've got listeners, but we know we can get so many more and we know what to do. It's just a matter of actually going out and, you know, being, you know, putting in some extra time on the promotion because we don't want to cut back on the quality of the content. You know, we definitely don't want that. So if we can, uh, you know, reduce, you know, the production aspect of it, you know, where that part is taking less time, then, you know, we'll feel like we can invest more time in the promotion. Yeah. And maybe eventually also automate that i did read an interesting blog post the other day where it was talking about this concept of you know everybody and his brother is doing content these days you know like all those businesses startups everybody's doing content so the more difficult part these days is not to produce good content but to actually like figure out the way to promote it and to you know attract an audience so i think that's really what we have to focus on going forward so my fourth goal this year is you know, not business related, you know, more of a personal and health goal. And that's going to be to run a marathon in less than three hours and 45 minutes. 
Wow. So, and you do have a marathon coming up in four days from now. What do you yeah. think are the chances of you reaching that goal uh, um, already? Like before even uh, 2015 yeah. comes around. So I doubt it. If I do, then I'll have to reset my goal for 2015, which I would be really, really happy if, if that did happen. But You know, so one of my hobbies is is uh, running marathons now. I'm not a particularly fast runner or competitive, but I'm finding it a lot of fun and you know self improvement to get better and better. So I've run three marathons already, and my best is about 3:58, which is just under just under the four hour mark. Mm -hmm. So 3:45 is I think reachable, you know, when within a year, but not uh, not too crazy either. Interesting. So likewise, I've got a health-related goal. So earlier this year, I finally, after being really lazy for way too long, I got into the habit of going to the gym and I started weightlifting. I did this uh, thing called Strong Lifts 5 by 5 where you're basically doing barbell exercises. And it was the best thing I've done for, you know, my overall quality of life in a really long time. And actually, I've kind of like dropped out of this habit over the last couple of weeks. So a big goal for me next year is to get started on that again and in particular i want to work out five times a week so i'll basically be going weightlifting uh, three times a week and then either do cardio or maybe yoga on the two off yeah. days so that would basically be monday to friday and then probably take the weekend off yeah so we, we had talked a bit about you know setting you know more concrete goals with numbers as opposed to you know like you know for me like just running a better marathon time or yeah. you know just you know getting in better shape you know these things are kind of vague and you know if you get to the end of the year then you you know you may or may not have have made it you know some of it's up to interpretation but if you have an actual number in mind and you don't make it too crazy you make it reachable you know, and something that you can work at. And, you know, for example, for me, I, I hope to run a couple of marathons over the course of the year. And so, you know, I don't have to hit 345 on the first one, you know, but that gives me, hopefully I'll, you know, slowly improve by a few minutes for each one. Yeah. And you actually challenged me on that because I said initially, I want to work out more. And you were like, what does it mean? Like, how, yes. I mean, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to lift a certain weight? Are you going to yeah. go to the gym a certain amount of times per week? So I, I, I think that's also giving me now a much clearer idea of what I should be working on. Yeah. So like, for example, with working out five times a week, when the first week of the year passes by, you can, you know, measure it. You know, you've either worked out zero times or five mm -hmm. times or six times, yep. and you can also track it. So one, one thing that I did with my first marathon, and I didn't, I wasn't very good about uh, keeping it up afterwards, but I actually tracked how far I ran each day during the training and, you know, had a weekly total of how many miles I'd run. And I think, you know, it's, it's good to kind of have this, this running total, you know, when you, you have a, a certain goal in mind, because then you know when you're off off track and uh, you know a quick a quick side note is um i tried this this service or, or app called b minder and that's b e e m i n d e r yeah so it's it's pretty neat i'm not crazy about the ui so i i stopped using it <laughs> just from a being picky about the design but essentially what it does is you you set up goals and you you have to you know add it in and it integrates with a couple of things like it'll integrate with rescue time for example mm -hmm. And you set kind of like a threshold, you know, say, if, if, for example, if I wanted to, you know, run, you know, 20 miles a week, then there's kind of like a, 
you know, if you actually ran 20 miles a week, then there's going to be, you know, a linear graph. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you would be exactly on that if you hit that goal. But then there's going to be a bit of a band like above and below it, you know, and you'd be more concerned with the band that's below it. Right. So if you start dipping too far under that average, then you'll know like it's there on the graph. It's like you're below average, you know, you're going to fall off the track. And it's this thing with B-Minder that it's free, but you enter your credit card and if you get off track, they charge you money or something like that? Yeah, you have, well, you have the option. There's a way to sign up and then never actually put your credit card or any money on the okay. line. And that's what I did because I didn't want to risk right. anything. Right. But, but I guess it would be, you would be more likely to actually follow through if there yeah, is money on the line. I, I think it would be a powerful motivator and then maybe I would still be using it if I had actually put my credit card in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So last point, interestingly, both of us had like this health and reading books as well as one of our goals. So you've yeah. got a pretty, uh, pretty big goal here, Doug. Yeah. So I'm going to set a goal to read 50 books in 2015. And, you know, for a lot of people, I think this seems really crazy and unreachable. But I'd actually set this goal back in 2012, and I'd made it to 42 books by the end of the year. And included in that was the entire Game of Thrones series. So if any of you know how long those books are, you know, I could probably say I've I've read the equivalent of over 50 books that year when you count the length of those books. So I found it quite interesting because there's there's a lot of books that have been on my list for a really long time. And I always say, oh, I'll get to it later. And then, you know, I never do. Yeah. So I'll set a little bit of a lighter goal for myself. So my goal will be to read two books every month. So that's going to be a grand total of 24 books per year and that could be both audiobooks i've still i got a pretty big backlog in my audible account and i also have a really big backlog i think i've got like 10 or 20 books on my kindle that i've bought because i peter thiel's a zero to one which apparently is amazing is one of them but it's just been sitting there and i haven't gotten started yet so maybe i'll actually set up a b-minder for that and put money on the line um, it might be a good <laughs> yeah. thing i think reading is uh you know one of those things that's kind of slipped slipped away and you know we're all uh, digital and, and online and you end up reading a lot of you know articles and blog posts and not not as many people read you know real books anymore but there's a lot of good ones out there you know especially you know we we talk about business books all the time and you know most of my list of books to read it does consist of business books but there's also a lot of fiction books and you know I really do enjoy reading fiction too And so one of the things that actually helped me when I did the 42 books in a year was to try and alternate between fiction and nonfiction, Mm. because I would kind of get burned out reading, you know, a couple of business books in a row. Yeah. And I think another interesting concept slightly related here is that I find myself spending a lot of time, you know, like in the trenches, like whatever it is, like you know working on designs or in my email inbox and like working but i don't think i do weekly reviews which i would highly recommend to anybody it's kind of like a gtd kind of thing i would definitely recommend that habit but so the weekly review that i do once a week is kind of this one thing that kind of where i step back from everything and i kind of like try to look at my business and also my life from like a forty thousand foot kind of view and i think spending more time just in general like thinking and also reading is just going to be a good thing yeah. And I think, you know, also, you know, these are, you know, somewhat 
audacious goals, I, I suppose. But at the same time, you know, well, so in 2012, I had read 42 books. And then the year after that was probably about half of that. And then this year, you know, I think is maybe 14 or 16. So I, f- I feel like, you know, maybe I don't have to read. It's not a goal for me to read 50 books every year. But, you know, I've kind of been reading a lot less than I would have liked to in recent years. So this is kind of a, a jump start to catch up in yeah. a way. Cool. So I think that's about this for this week's episode. We would love it if you have any thoughts on our goals or if you're willing uh, to share uh, your own goals, you could either email us where you'll find the contact information on the site or you can leave a comment at wpcast.fm slash 2015. That's 2015. So happy new year. Thanks for listening. You can go to wpcast.fm to download our WordPress toolbox, which contains our 50 favorite tools. We'll see you next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.